Namaste and welcome to the Ilonga Yogi Podcast. My name is Kate. I'm from Iloilo City. I'm a certified yoga instructor and certified in mental health counseling. I share content on yoga, mindfulness, fitness, mental health, self-care, and wellness. Before we get into it, I want to let you know that I teach classes both in person and online. So if you're interested in taking a class with me, just head on over to bookwhen.com slash healing dash iloilo for the schedule and rates and to book as well. So hello and welcome back. This is a brand new season, a brand new chapter of this podcast and I took quite some time to rest from it. Um, also, it was just impossible to record an episode. I've tried and I'm, I've written like a few scripts, but it just didn't feel right. And so I wanted to do this now and finally record an episode now because it's been almost what like oh well a little over a month actually not two months quite yet but my last episode was like the last few days of december and so it's already feb and i think it's about time that i come back here and update everyone as well as share a new topic uh for today's episode so anyway just a quick update, as I mentioned. First, it was the holiday holiday season. So as you know, it was pretty intense um, because right after the holidays, as you know, in my previous episode, a lot went down, a lot happened in December. Come January, it was Dinagyang. Not only that, I went back into teaching immediately. Like January 2, I was back to teaching and then a lot also happened just uh, personally, um, how can I put it, a few, a few sources of income kind of had to be cut immediately. And because of that, in January, I had to prepare myself to find new work. And fortunately for me, I did get new work. I did get a new job. And it answered my 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 prayer i guess of looking for a job that focused more on counseling less on yoga because i know that that's kind of what i do on a daily basis that's it has taken over my life pretty much for the past um several years almost a decade you know so i was definitely looking for work that was more along the lines of counseling and mental health because i know that that's something that I I can easily do, something that comes very naturally to me, something that I enjoy doing as well and is uh, my passion. So I wanted to do work that was related to that. And I wanted to make sure that whatever, whatever job I accept or take, it was something that I can commit to for, for the years to come and that it just also came easily to me. You know, the work came easily to me not not saying i don't mean that it's it's like i'm not working hard or anything that is not what i mean but you know when you're doing something that you are meant to do you know how it just easily comes comes to you it just feels so natural it feels so effortless in a way so i was looking for work that was exactly that and um, I've been in this new job for a couple of weeks now. A lot has been happening. It's been quite an adjustment, honestly, because my days are packed. Like they are so packed. Like just a quick rundown. I wake up at around 4.30 a.m. pretty much every day um, or on days when I have to work out in the morning. So I wake up at 4.30 a.m. because I have to take care of the dogs, kind of let them go out, um, prep their food, check on them. And then after that, I practice. Like that's the only time that I can practice yoga on my own, like my personal practice. So I try to wake up early so that I at least I have the time before I head to the gym. And I've tried other times during the day to practice yoga and it just doesn't work. So this has been like, the the one that has stuck so i wake up that early so that i can squeeze in a practice and usually i prefer to practice only for like 30 minutes or less i don't like to do a full hour practice because i think that has been where i've been headed towards like a practice that's less asanas more meditation more uh more of the 
mindfulness practice, not really the poses anymore. So I just practice asanas for about like 20 to 30 minutes. And then I meditate, which is very important to me to do in the morning because that's like the only time, like the best time that I can um, ground myself and then focus on the actual meditation practice. And then after that, uh, I head to the gym, but this only happens like about three times a week. I sometimes I'm unable to practice or to work out more than that anymore. One, because I easily get burnt out. Two, just because a lot of things have been happening recently that has made it difficult to be consistent. So for now, I think three times a week is the best. Um, I don't want to go less than three times a week. If I can do more, that would be great. But for now, three times is just right. So I, pra- I work out. I always say practice. I'm so used to yoga, but I work out um, three times a week now. After the workout, I usually just hang out um, with all our other friends there at the gym, our closest friends. Sometimes to have breakfast, not, not all the time. Most of the time, I'm just I just stay there, kind of relax a little bit. And then by nine, I have a class to teach and then like immediately rush home. Sometimes we have a few errands to do. Like, for example, right after I teach, that's the time I have to send out deliveries, juice deliveries. So I have to do that. And then I rush home because by 12 p.m., 12 noon, I have a counseling session. So I lead my counseling sessions uh, every day, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Right after that, I try to squeeze in work. As you know, I work on um, not only my classes, I know I don't only teach, but along with the with teaching yoga classes and basically running this yoga business you have admin stuff to also deal with just the marketing stuff that i also handle making sure that my presence online healing iloilo's presence online is very much active so work i work on that um and sometimes i also work on the yoga shop aspect of it because i do sell some merchandise i sell yoga mats tote bags all these different things and then i also have the mental health group that i like to be active on so i have a mental health iloilo facebook group if you are not familiar with it and if you're not part of the group yet you can check it out and and join the group i usually add anyone who joins anyway so i take care of that and i always prepare like content revolving around mental health and and create topics where we can discuss and everything so there's that um and then of course i have my other business excuse me (laughs) my other business was just the daily greens and i always try to find time for that and then i have I have said yes to so many other things that, you know, like in the moment I just said yes to it because I really like loved what it was and like the opportunity that it offered. And then like I realized after saying yes, that, oh no, I think, I think that I'm like full and packed already and I don't have any more time outside of this. So maybe I should stop. So that's kind of where it's where I'm at because I joined JCI here in Iloilo. So if you're familiar, I'm part of JCI Iloilo Ilang Ilang. So it's an all-female group um, or organization. And then so I have that. And then I have, I joined this like mentorship, um, which is kind of like life coaching mentorship type of thing, um, all about like self-awareness, self-growth. And that happens like weekly too. So I have that. And and so like around one to 2 or 3 p.m. That's a time that I dedicate to like sitting down and actually do mindful work. And then after that, I have another class, like a private class. And then right after that, I rush to my actual regular class in the evening. And then when I come home, I barely have time. I usually have to jump on my computer immediately because I have to work because now my new job, um, kind of demands me in a in a good way not in a bad way but i have to work like around evening time because that's like the sweet spot for everybody you know so from like 9 p.m onwards is my working time so you know not only am i doing that work but i also usually do more admin work when it comes to my classes like just updating the database everyone's packages any payments made during the day i update that during the evening time too and like send out any recordings so i'm really like up from 4 a.m all the way to 12 midnight so that's been quite interesting to 
whoa, to experience. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like I sometimes I don't have the time to take a nap anymore. And for me, like taking a nap in, in the middle of the day is important for my just my well-being, like physically and mentally. I need that. And I used to take naps in between. And now I really don't have the time for that. So I like sometimes I don't even have the time to like jump in the shower because it's like one after the other, you know, so it's kind of crazy. So oof, I need to figure things out. I'm still adjusting. But um, what's keeping what what keeps me going is that knowing that every single thing that I have said yes to and that I'm currently doing are things that I actually am passionate about. I believe in, I love and enjoy. It's a lot. Um, and I know that I may not be able to do this for like many, many years. So maybe like in a year or two, some things will have to be let go of, but for now, um, it's okay. I like feel, I like, I like having all of these things to do, um, in a day. I just need to find ways to, to course through it in, in a very grounded and mindful manner so that I don't easily burn out because I know that I can adjust to it. Um, and, and make it like my, make it like second nature to me, but it just, it will take time. And there are some things that I have to say no to, you know, so I accept that. So like, for example, like working out, I can't work out every day, which is fine. I used to do that, but like, I have to let that go. Um, and I've, I've already said no to certain, certain like classes or privates. Like this is, I've already capped off my private classes and regular classes like this is it i've added like another day of rest for me when it comes to my yoga classes so again i don't burn out so things like that and i've learned to just accept like however way the week turns out if there are things that i'm unable to do so be it i will be okay <laughs> so that's kind of what's been happening in my january it's been that hectic and that intense like one after the other not to mention when i was kind of hoping to record an episode already in january i got like really really sick after dinagyang so there's that um I, it was like the flu and i was like out like i was out of it for I think three days, but right after that, I was fine. Like as if nothing happened. So it was definitely like a flu. Um, also a big, a big event happened under healing Iloilo. So I, I led my first ever hike and yoga event and it was in Agararao Mountain View, which is in Pasi. It's not that far. It's like about an hour and a half away from Iloilo city. Um, so that was quite an experience and it was definitely an accomplishment for me because typically I would always say no to these things. Like I, I avoid, I avoid, um, trying to, uh, lead any event. I try to avoid having to, to create like events like this, wherein I have to have, I have to invite a lot of students and like, you know, take everyone somewhere out of Ilula City. Like that used to scare me so much and I would have never done anything like this. So the fact that I was able to pull it off and, and, and for me in my mind, I just wanted to do something special in January. You know, I wanted to do something special and, you know, it wasn't like there was no doubt in me that this was this was it. You know, I wanted to, to do this. I wanted to do a hike and yoga event. And there were about like 30 participants. And I initially only wanted like half of that, but I had it, I had to add like another van just so that we could, I could accommodate everyone who was so interested to join. And, and there were even more who wanted to join. So that was very special to experience. And I think everyone, I got so much good feedback as well. So that was very special too. So right after Agararao, I definitely wanted to slow down because again, I wanted to fully recover. And also I was transitioning to the new job and just adjusting to that. And so I wanted to rest right after that, especially with how busy December was and January was too. So February came around and a lot has happened in February because basically February was supposed to be the day that the month that we would get married, like church wedding and the whole shebang and everything. And of course that was no longer going to happen. So it was just kind of very sad. Like I think that I was definitely 
grieving a little bit because you know you as a as for me it's always been like my dream to have a wedding and and it i was so excited for it like last year and everything and i know that family have booked tickets already and that they were going to be here so i knew that they were all here and unfortunately because of certain things that have happened uh you know i i we weren't able to connect with one another and so that was alone quite quite difficult too you know just mourning that and grieving that a little bit grieving the day that we were intended to get married and what that would have been like you know and so just i just gave myself a bit of time to to mourn that to cry cry about it a little bit and and just let it out a little bit but right after that i celebrated my birthday yesterday and that really turned things around and i want to talk about that a little bit too because Again, like I mentioned, my birthday was very special considering everything that has happened in the past. And and to me, I saw that I felt like yesterday, my birthday was like the the last page of of all all this, all of it, you know, everything that has went down, everything that has happened. It was like the last and final page for me. And like for me, that was like the end of that era. Um, and so earlier while I was driving actually to, uh, to my yoga class to teach, I just kept thinking about that. It did also make me emotional that, you know, after celebrating my birthday yesterday, I just wanted it to be very, very meaningful. So I really chose who I wanted to spend it with. And I knew that I was going to be emotional during that day too, just because it, 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 it just, it it was like this this story is now ending and it's time to say goodbye to that and i know that everything there were things that were painful there were things that were very very special and beautiful and wonderful and everything and dreams came true you know when i was 30 but um there are some things that i am now letting go of and i no longer want that what has happened to me to be a story that I keep going back to like I don't want it to be a, this sob story that I constantly refer to or use as a reason for anything or an excuse for anything so to me celebrating it the way that I celebrated it was a way for me to to now acknowledge that whoever was with me during that day are the people who mean the most to me and who I will keep for the rest of my life hopefully you know and that everyone else who is not around or who I no longer would like to be in my life, I can now say goodbye to them, you know, and just move on, you know. And then everything that I have been through, like the pain, the sadness, I from now on don't want to see that as something that will hold me back constantly or weigh me down in, in any way. Instead, I want to see it as like this huge boulder that has came in and you know wrecked many things but now i'm i've climbed that boulder and i use that as a stepping stone for me to move forward to move up and to and to reach the top <laughs> to just reach everything else and and reach my dreams in this and and find happiness because of that you know i kind of have let it go it's like yesterday was like this big exhalation and just letting it all go so that finally I can move forward and so you know this will even be hopefully the last time that I talk about it in that way like in that manner wherein it's like this is something that has happened to me and I'm very hurt by it I no longer want to see it that way but instead from here on out my birthday symbolized that I see everything that has happened to me as now something that has given me strength, something that has fueled me to create so many positive changes in my life. And now it's going to propel me forward to wherever I meant to go. So yeah. And, and of course it has, it has been emotional for me to, to, to swallow and to take in, but I think it's time. And yesterday definitely was the time for that um, because I felt very happy, you know, celebrating it with my storm family, my gym family, and then celebrating it with a few close 
friends of mine, my girlfriends here. And then soon my best friend will be coming here to visit and I get to celebrate in a way um, my birthday with her and just like spend time with her since she is arriving in my birth month. Um, and of course, like Valentine's Day is coming soon. And so I'll get to celebrate that with my husband, you know, for the first time as my husband, as a wife. And so that's very special. So that's kind of what's been happening in my life. And one last thing um, is that um, since the puppies are now two months old, we have given them away. I gave them to uh, my friends, a few of my gym family friends and so now they have two and then unfortunately um uh, uh, the other two passed away and so now i have one left here along with gucci and chanel and this new one his name is tommy t-o-m-m-y because it, it, i watched wandavision again like a week ago or earlier this week i mean and if i was able to keep two i would have named them billy and tommy because you know after wanda's twins so unfortunately i only have one for now so i we decided to name him tommy and maybe maybe if i get another one i can name another dog billy whether it's a girl or a boy so there's that so i have a new puppy and his name is tommy and we're so happy to have him because he's just like he's like the exact replica of gucci when he was still a puppy too so i can't wait to see tommy grow up and how he will look like in the future but he's he's really sweet he's he's very quiet he's not like loud or 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 annoying or anything like that and he's so smart he knows how to like pee and and poop properly in the pee pad so that's like that was cool that was that made everything very easy for me because i had a difficult time with chanel but with tommy so far it's just been so easy so we joke around that by monday I will start training Tommy. So it's it's his time to go to school. So I'll teach him like sit and everything and like Paul, just like his mom and pop. So there's that. It's been it's been very fun. And I'm glad that there have been many, many, many great things and positive, happy things that have happened recently. So for today's episode, I will be talking about how my life has changed after getting married, especially since, again, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. It's the love month, and it's also been um, a month in, <laughs> um, excuse me, a month in of being married. And of course, not much has changed and not much will change yet. I know that um, the bulk of, you know, really the experience of being in a marriage will come like many, many years down the line. And it's just like this lifelong journey, you know, and I do know that there will be many things that will happen that could, that could really shake up uh, a relationship, a marriage in, in different ways. And so I'll talk about that a little bit more later. So I just wanted to start off by talking about like just this process and this journey that I took from from being single and being, you know, coming from um, coming from being this little girl who was so insecure and just had so much like anxiety, just so many issues, you know, to now being where I am with my husband and married and and all of this you know and all of that so i remember when i was younger like in my teens especially in high school right because that's when everything kind of starts in high school you'll we noticed or i noticed that a lot of the older like the seniors started to notice the freshman girls which was which were, was us right and i i noticed how I didn't really get that much attention but just because I was like this tall, awkward, this tall, awkward girl, nerdy girl for sure. And I still am, but I was definitely very, very awkward and, and nerdy when I was in high school. And so I knew that like nobody really cared for me. And of course, I felt very envious. I felt really jealous about that because all of my other girl classmates were getting all the attention. And so like, I felt very insecure from the start. I was just a very, I felt like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't like, I, I don't know, normal enough or, or I would never be liked enough by anybody. So I, from there alone, from then, from then on, I just felt like I needed to be valued by 
by being seen. Like I needed the attention of others so that I could be valued and feel like I'm enough. So I was afraid of dating. Like I was very terrified of it. When it came to a point that I started to to date, especially in college, um, I was very toxic in relationships. So I had one really long relationship and early on we already like lived together during that time so like that alone i knew was a red flag but you don't realize those things when you're like you know dating or in a relationship or are still new to that because during that time that was like my first real long-term relationship like real relationship committed relationship so that was my first time ever so i didn't know like what who am i first of all i didn't know who i was i was just very insecure um and i had so many issues i was very depressed and i didn't have any coping skills or coping strategies yet so there that's one i've never like seen a relationship while i was growing up because my parents were divorced and separated so i never like had that visual like what what does a relationship look like how does a relationship look like or function you know so i came into that like not knowing a single thing clueless like i didn't know who i was i didn't know what i wanted i didn't know how to function in a relationship what's right what's wrong what's what's a red flag what isn't a red flag so i was i was clueless during that time and because of that i brought a lot of my personal issues into the relationship i remember i didn't think that much in the relationship because i was just like happy to be in love but i already knew like deep inside that there were some things that weren't sitting well with me and yet i just kind of ignored it you know it's not really a big deal because the thing is the problem is there are relationships like the one i was in where in nobody like cheated on on one another there wasn't like anything like that nobody like hurt anyone nobody abused anyone in any way so it was just like smooth sailing you know no problem whatsoever but of course there were just some things that just didn't work for me you know how sometimes in a relationship um maybe this person believes in this in a certain way and it doesn't really hurt you or affect the relationship as much but it just like doesn't sit right with you so that's kind of what happened or like if they do something or don't do something but you would have preferred that they do this and like you know at that time i was still young so i didn't know how to communicate that and i think that we were both also just not aware of many things we didn't know like where who we were or what we wanted in in life and kind of just starting starting out so we didn't know lots of things and so i was very toxic in 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 that relationship and in other relationships afterwards and i would always like seek approval from my partner i ignored a lot of red flags because again i felt like afraid of communicating or setting my boundaries because i felt like i might lose them and now of course that's not the case for me because i've realized that if i do lose them because i've set boundaries and that's that's the answer that's all that i need right but during that time i was just so afraid because it's like you know you're holding on to them for dear life and that's not good that's not healthy and then there were times when i would act out to get attention from my partner just like a child you know just very immature and especially when i was unable to express or like pinpoint what is the issue like i would i would do other things that were just like very very toxic so you know i came from this insecure space and then i brought that insecurity into my relationships and then just just relied on my partner to give me the love that i didn't know how to give myself to take care of me because i didn't know how to take care of myself all these things you know which isn't healthy at all and and i didn't know how to communicate properly in the relationship or how to reciprocate certain things so it was just not going to work out and i think that's why um you know like i recently just thought about this but that's why i'm actually thankful that a lot of those those relationships whether they were flings or or they were long term relationships didn't work out you know that i had all of that in my in my my tool kit or i don't know tool bag <laughs> but however the saying goes because that really taught me how to 
prepare myself for what I, what I, what, where I am now, what I have now, basically. So yeah, all of that, that, the heartbreak, the pain, the terrible guys that I've dated or during that time, I'm not going to say that they're terrible guys until now, but just like during that time and like me, I, I was not, I was not pleasant either. I wasn't, I wasn't in a good headspace either. So I know that I wasn't healthy for them too. So, you know, I'm glad that all of that happened because I learned so much from that. And that's why that led me to this self-love, feeling empowered, feeling sexy and confident era. And, you know, I mean, like partly I was also delusional just a little bit because I was really like in my head about feeling empowered, feeling beautiful within all of that stuff. Um, but that that era, that that time in my life was also very effective because during that time, I really said no to dating or to any relationship. It really took like a year, I think, just like to be with myself and to figure things out and and to heal. So I prioritized healing, um, journaling. I did therapy. I did like walks. I did yoga. I meditated. I didn't work for a while because again, I just needed to, I needed to rest so that I could like, I could um, take a moment with myself and like pause a little bit and like regroup. And so that was very helpful. Um, and I did that because I knew that the next time that I would jump into a relationship or step into a relationship, I just wanted to be ready. I wanted it to be the right kind of relationship and a healthy kind of relationship. So I worked on, <clears throat> excuse me, I worked on myself because I knew that when the time comes, when if I work on myself, I know that like the universe will feel that, like that I am ready and that you know, who you are will reflect on your relationship. So if I'm still a little damaged or if I'm still bringing a lot of, um, a lot of baggage with me, I know that that will reflect in whatever relationship comes in, that it'll be the same thing. Like for sure, this person will also have baggage for sure. This person will also be a little damaged. So I made sure that I didn't want that, like whatever relationship or whatever partner I was looking for, like the ideal quote unquote partner, I wanted to make sure that I also reflected that in me. So if I wanted somebody who was responsible, who was close with their family, who had healthy relationships, who knew what they wanted in their career, all these things, who knew how to communicate, who was honest, um, all these, yeah, those those uh, little things that mattered to me a lot, I made sure that I were those things first, you know, so that whoever came along i would never i would just feel like whole i would never be like that affected by them no matter if it works or not i would like still hold myself as a person with or without anybody so that's kind of where i was and so i worked on myself and the moment june my partner my husband now came into my life we really like we were we were very specific about setting boundaries because at that time he wanted to focus on his studies. He was, um, he was studying his second degree already and he wanted to take the track of becoming an accountant and, you know, um, doing all of that. <laughs> and so I knew that he knew that he wanted that to be his priority. So at the start, he was very clear that I don't want to get into a relationship or into anything because that's my focus. And so for me, it was also kind of the same thing. I didn't want to get into a relationship immediately because I wanted to, I wanted to take my time because that was like something that I kept doing in the past. Like I would always jump into relationships and say yes without even thinking. So this time around, I wanted to make sure that that I was making a sound decision that I knew this person and that um, if ever I could like get out of it, I could still get out of it. So I made sure that I, that we took our time, that we weren't in a rush and that we knew each other. We set boundaries and we respected those boundaries. And the moment that if we felt like one was about to cross a boundary, we communicated that immediately. And if that was not okay, we were going to end it immediately, you know, like that's not going to work out. So let's not force this anymore because if we force it, one of us is going to get hurt. So we didn't want that either. Um, so we were just like very good in communicating very early on. And so that was very helpful for me. And to me, it was all about like just correcting all both of us. Like we were on the same boat, like just correcting our previous mistakes in in our previous relationships and making sure that we did it right this time. So, and it's funny because all I wanted 
when I was dating, when we were starting to get serious and we were already like officially together, all I wanted was to like get married and have kids and like get pregnant and all these things. But that all of that has recently changed. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. So before we continue, let's just take a quick break from this episode to talk about my juice brand, Daily Greens. If you're in Iloilo City and looking for a healthy juice that doesn't have any added sugar, no preservatives, and is packed with a variety of vegetables and fruits, then you should try Daily Greens. With two flavors, healthy greens, which is mostly leafy greens, and carrots and veg, which is about 50% carrots and other vegetables and fruits, this is unlike any other juice sold on the market. Most juices are packed with more fruits to help it taste better, but completely miss the point of being a nutritious and healthy drink. Remember, fruits are still filled with sugar with, and must be enjoyed in controlled portions. Daily Greens make sure that you get the most out of a bottle, packing it with more vegetables than fruits and making it fresh, not to mention affordable for everyone. You can enjoy a bottle or two every day, which is perfect if your goal is to maintain healthy yet easy habits in the long run. Because we want to ensure the best quality, I encourage you to pre-order at least a day before and you can either pick it up at any of my classes or have it delivered straight to you via Maxim. This is your sign to start building healthier habits in the most convenient way with Daily Greens. Alright, so now that I am married and I am in a completely different place in my life, a lot has definitely changed, but also some things don't really change that much yet. So for one, like when I, when we got married, I suddenly was like, oh, so this is it, you know, like this is what I have been waiting for all my life. And I don't know, maybe it's just like my experience because we just had a civil wedding. We didn't have a church wedding. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's real or like it's legit, you know, in a way, but, um, yeah, it's just kind of weird. Like that feeling of, oh, I have a different well, for me personally, I want I wanted to change my last name. So I'm still in the process of that and everything. So it's just like weird that now I have to refer to myself a different way, you know, and like have a different name on social media. Like that's interesting too. Or like whenever, since I was like applying right for a new job and like transitioning into that, my name and certain documents was now like no longer my maiden name. Like that is so that's so weird to me. It's so, so weird to me. And just like, you sometimes like forget, like for me, I forget like, oh no, I'm, I'm actually married, you know, forget in a way that like that has happened, not because like of anything bad. <laughs> okay. But like, you know, like you're just going about your day and then you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm married, you know, like that has happened already and it's done. That's it. So, so there's that, like, sometimes um, I think about that, like, this is it. This is what I have been waiting for all my life. And it's finally here. And I feel like, you know, and I'm happy with my partner. Like, there's no doubt about that, um, that, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with him. It's just like, I look at him and it's like, we're no longer those two strangers who were just like having fun, playing around <laughs> with each other. Like, we're now actually a family. Like, this is it. So it's like, what? It's so mind blowing to me. So that's been interesting to wrap my head around. And so if you're listening and you, you're married, you probably, hopefully you feel, you felt the same way or feel the same way. It's just like, so, so weird of a thing, you know, <laughs> but it's so exciting. It's so funny too. It's just like, it's exciting. It's awkward. It's like, what is this? Is this it? where am I? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> that kind of feeling sometimes. But also the moment that we got married, it's like you're stepping into this whole different chapter of your life of just, you are responsible for everything now. I don't know, maybe it's just like also my personal situation because I've cut ties with certain people. And so like, I have no choice, but I have to, I have to make sure that I'm responsible for everything. But yeah, it's like you step into marriage and then you suddenly feel like, oh, we have to think about paying our bills together. We have to think about savings. We have to make sure that we're ready for anything because if anything happens, like I, we have nobody to run to anymore. Like we can only rely on ourselves now. Like that's it, you know? And it's so, it was so scary to accept at first, especially like in like last month, January, when I, when everything was sinking in. It was a lot and over it was very overwhelming for me to think, especially at a time when I decided to cut certain ties and that came with 
cutting off certain finance, finance, financial opportunities. So there's that. And it was very, very scary at first. So yeah, like stepping into that part of your life now wherein you have no choice but to make sure that you are ready for anything because there's nobody else who you can run to. So that's been, that's been quite, um, it was challenging at first, but now you just learn to like ride the waves of it because you have no choice or else like, I don't want to be miserable every day thinking about it. So I'd rather just like live my life and do my best, work hard as much as I can without, without burning myself out and, and just do the best that I can and making sure that I have a bit of savings, that I am responsible with my money and that we're being smart about how we spend things. It was very interesting too, because you know how we are now in our, in our new home and our new house. And you're like, we're literally a family. <laughs> it's literally our own home and I don't cook girl. I don't cook. So that's been difficult because you know, like, as women, as women, you can't help but but take the take the lead in just ensuring everything at home is just as it should be, right? You just you can't help it. Like for me, I can't help it because who else will do it, right? And it's just like um, I'm the type of person I don't want to nag my husband because I hate it. I hate it when it's when somebody nags me. So I just don't want to nag my husband when I need to. I communicate it as as properly as i can and respectfully as i can to him if needed um but other than that like i don't want to nag and and so when it comes to the house stuff like of course like i take the bulk of the responsibility most of the time because i see it like i see oh i need to clean this i need to do this i have a helper because i can't do it all on my own like it's impossible um and unfortunately and unfortunately in this household it's only my husband who can cook so he has to cook for all of us. So that's been until now, it's still like an adjustment of like, okay, somebody has to, has to go out and, and buy our groceries. We usually go to the wet market or the tinda to buy everything that we need. And so that's always like not on my priority list because I have so much that I'm doing that I always kind of forget. And then my helper, she's also in school. So she's not always here actually, because she's always in school. She has face-to-face classes. Um, and she, so she's like out the whole day. So it's basically nobody's home. We, nobody cooks as much here, especially except for my husband and like I have to like train myself to remind him like hey you need to cook hey you need to do this sometimes and he's also working on it because again we're both like adjusting that we don't have you know like a mom to cook or somebody to cook here for us it has to be part of our daily routine so yeah that's been quite interesting too (laughs) um and and now like I'm I'm learning that I have to be more mindful of how I respond to certain situations, both like personally or within the relationship. Because of course, now it's not just me, it's like me and him. So everything I do affects him, everything he does affects me, all the choices we make affect each other, you know? Unlike before, that's not the case because you can choose whatever you want to do and that's like your your decision. And it's not going to be that big of a deal or it's not going to impact the other as much because we still would, um, we have our own lives, our own separate lives, you know? So now it's kind of different because like you're married and you need, you have like a legal obligation to each other, you know? So that's been interesting. And so like you have to, like for me, I have to be more mindful in how I respond to certain things and that we have to like, to, to communicate this clearly with each other and like, it's almost like, you know, you have to do a little meeting between each other. Okay, like we have to discuss this. We have to discuss that. Like it's, it's yeah, it's very different, right? Because you don't typically do that when you're just like girlfriend, boyfriend. That's not really that big of a deal. But now like, okay, we need to sit down. We need to have this conversation. We need to take this theory seriously. We need to divide the work, all these things. So that's that's also been one of the biggest changes Um, of course, like finances and saving up for your future, because again, I've got nobody else to run to. So I have to make sure that I can handle everything, you know, that I've, that I can do it on my own. Um, and, and another thing besides the money, I think everyone 
everyone knows that already, you know, when you're, when you get married and like the financial responsibility you have and all of that and how like you kind of start with nothing almost. Um, another thing is that when it comes to our relationship, like I mentioned earlier, I don't like to nag because it's annoying. Um, and I don't want to constantly remind some, you know, him or anybody of like what they're supposed to do, what they're not supposed to do. Cause like, that's just frustrating for me to hear. So, uh, I've learned to choose my battles because like, I swear to you when we were just like dating, I would always like nitpick the small little things, um, thinking that it was such a huge deal. But now it's like, if he does something that I don't really like, I, I, I know how to just breathe it in and breathe it out, let it go. Um, if it really bothers me, I let him know. But other than that, like I've, I know how to just choose my battles and not, and not bring up everything. Cause it's so, cause it's very, again, annoying, you know, like early in the morning you wake up and then like you see all these things to, to your partner and like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I've, and it's all about like gauging, like for me, we kind of have to gauge one another because, of course, when you live together, it gets tricky because maybe at this point your partner isn't in the mood to do certain some to do a certain type of chore, right? And maybe at this specific time, you're the one who has the energy to do the chore to do some work, and so you kind of have to gauge it and like balance it out a little bit between each other so that you get each other at a good time and you don't you don't add on to the stress that they're dealing with or like that they're trying to figure out so i've yeah we both have been learning to to do that a little bit more just because you want to respect each other's space too so so that's been helping you know i know that there are some couples who choose to not live together again because it just keeps your sanity and it, if it ma makes the relationship healthy I'm all for it you know so that's kind of where I'm at too that since we live together and we want to be together here in the same house under the same roof I want to make sure that we respect each other's space and me time and give them give each other like enough time to think to just be alone and and not be so like overwhelmed about everything because again as a married couple you just start to have a lot of things that pile on like a lot of responsibilities that pile on so so definitely like choosing our battles and respecting the space of one another but also being honest and truthful with each other too that we're not like hiding anything that's been important to to him he's always very very uh, transparent about that and you know, I've had to work on that. Like I'm the one who's had to work on being more honest and open about certain things as open as he is. Another thing is because just because we're also married, like I mentioned about like having some time to yourself and like me time, I am learning to, to navigate, not losing myself in this um, and not neglecting myself. Because again, I have learned recently, especially that the most important relationship I have is with myself, like no one else. This is the most, and this is the first and only relationship that, that will, that will, that will mean more to me than my actual marriage. Because if I'm not taking care of myself, then, then my marriage will also eventually like crumble apart. So I need to make sure that I'm not neglecting myself, that I feel secure and that I'm protecting myself too as much as possible just in case anything happens um so so that so so that's kind of how I am viewing myself to now in this relationship like do not lose yourself because I don't want him to lose himself either I want him to take care of himself too and pursue what he wants to pursue pursue his happiness pursue whatever goals he has even if it is not really aligned with me or with my goals for the meantime if it helps him grow and if I can respect that and support him in that like that's important to me and the same thing with him like I always tell him like you know what I think I need a, a trip like a solo trip just me and myself or maybe just me and with my bestie or my best friend or just a girlfriend of mine you know because that'll give me some time to think and 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 refresh a little bit so that I can come back into this relationship or come back to us our life here just feeling renewed and you know and feeling feeling like I have 
let go of any baggage that I may have been carrying. So that's kind of where um, I'm at too in this marriage. And I think that's very important for everyone. If you're in a marriage or even if you're in a relationship, that's very important to do. Like take those solo dates, take time by yourself, go on a trip by yourself without your significant other because it's actually very therapeutic, more therapeutic than you would realize. Now, along with with everything that I've mentioned, of course, I've realized like a few things too. Um, as I mentioned earlier, all I wanted when we were still dating was to get married and have kids, like period. That's all I dreamed of. And then this happened and this came along, came, came along. And now I'm realizing that, wow, like actually a marriage is such a serious commitment and it's like for life. Like, <laughs> I mean, I knew that, but then when you're in it, you're like, damn, I didn't, that's like, this is, this is, this is a whole nother level. Um, and because of that, I've realized, okay, I do not want any kids yet at all. I don't want any kids. I don't want to get pregnant yet because I need some time to enjoy my marriage. I want some time to enjoy this life that we have for now and without like without the kids, without the stress from the kids yet. And of course, like right now, we're trying to build like our we're trying to build our finances. We're trying to um, build a life together. So adding on to that like immediately is just like too much stress that I'm not ready yet. And because of that, you know, because of our choice of, of not having kids yet, I'm excited. I'm excited about this life that we, that I get to live with my husband. I'm excited about creating our own little, little, life as a family you know our own little family eventually so i'm i'm so excited about like where we're gonna go and what are the things that we'll get to do the adventures we'll get to to do together but also i know that there will be a lot of there will be a lot of difficult and dark times along with the big and special moments and so i am i am excited for all of that even like the bad things that might come along because i know that i have him you know and that's like at the end of the day that's all that is that matters to me is that i have him to face all of this like to live the rest of my life with all the the challenges and the struggles that we'll face i would have him i'm gonna have him by my side and that's that's all that really matters to me right now all the moments wherein we get to celebrate that we're happy you know those life-changing decisions and moments that we get to experience i get to experience that with him you know so so a lot has has shifted more on like pers perspective not really much in our day-to-day -day, um life and how we live and and everything not that much yet because it really has like been a shift in in how we see our our the world now and how we see each other, how we see us, how we see our life. Um, that's kind of where the change really is. And of course, in the in, when it comes to our routine, um, the one thing that has changed for me is just like it's just having to work so much more now and to do so much more now because now like I'm not working just for myself. I'm working for for us, for our family, for our future kids, for our future too. And of course, for this household and then ensuring that this house is exactly how I want it to be. And it's a house that makes me feel like I can relax and just unwind. And with that comes some work too, <laughs> you know, there is some chores that have to be done, but I'm help I'm grateful that we actually have some help, you know, that we do have a help here. And, um, that my my husband is also very helpful like we divide all the tasks and if ever i feel like i'm overwhelmed i always let him know can you do this please because i'm just feeling really overwhelmed like instantly he's like yes of course i'll do that um and so i'm glad that i have a partner like that that who's so easy to just to to approach um but yeah uh, I don't know if anyone else out there, if you who is listening, if you are married and you are experiencing the same thing or if you are not married yet and hoping to get married soon and if this like has has taught you anything new or like 
um, opened up a whole new world of what it's like behind, you know, the the marriage doors of life. Yeah, um, it's it's a fun experience, and I hope that I just hope that everyone who is about to get married or who is currently married that you have um, a relationship that's as honest and and true and that you both have respect for one another respect for one another for each other's boundaries for each other's privacy you give each other the space that you may need because again um, it's so easy to get easily it's so easy to get frustrated or annoyed about the little things so just like choose your battles you know um, and know that we're we're all here because we want to protect this love that we have created from the beginning you know it's a very special sacred kind of love and so it's important to value that and to protect it and to protect your individual self as well like outside of that marriage making sure that you both are are happy in who you are and you feel whole in who you are and that your partner is not is not filling up a missing piece in your life or is not making up for any sadness or or insecurity that you may have um you both should be able to stand uh on your own you know as individuals without the relationship you know you should be able to feel whole on your own and then you come together and you just create uh, this wonderful, magnificent life together when you create change, you know, you create positive change for your community, you know, with that love that you share, but also you are, you are there for each other for the rest of life, just holding each other's hands, supporting one another through everything that life throws at you. Literally, we've always told each other that we are each other's partner. Like this is a partnership. And so we both need to support one another be there for one another whatever happens we will we will work we will work on it together we will work through it together and that's just how we've always seen our our relationship from the beginning and even until now especially until now that we're married and that's coming from somebody who used to be so insecure i had so much so many toxic behavior i was depressed i didn't know how to cope and manage my mental health my my personal uh issues that i would deal with i just had i was always in unhealthy relationships and after all of that prioritizing my healing and forgiveness and feeling whole and loved from within and just being in this self-love confident sexy empowered era has really helped me attract and create like healthier relationships like really i can see it in my friendships and everyone who's in my life now that i basically have i know that i have attracted these people because i took the time to work on myself and to ensure that i was that i knew who i was that i was whole on my own that i was no longer this insecure little girl who felt like she wasn't ever good enough and you know i i was able to find this relationship that was finally very healthy we had honest communication from the beginning we were both committed and it came at just the right time for the both of us and that gave the both of us an opportunity to just correct all of our mistakes from our past relationships and make sure that this time we do it right and we do it together as a team i was once a girl who dreamt of just getting married and having kids immediately and creating this family. And then you realize that as, as once you are there, you know, once you are married, things just change, you know, things just change. You just realize that, Oh, we need to, we have some priorities and we have responsibilities that we should probably, we should probably focus on before anything else. So of course, you know, finances, protecting your love and making sure that it stays strong through this marriage and that, um, and that maybe kids can wait for, for the meantime. They can come later when we are at a, a, the right headspace. Because I know that, you know, when he's ready and when I'm ready, we're just going to know. And it's just going to be easy for us to make that decision, to just make that decision. And then that way, whatever happens, because I know it's it may not be easy, you know, whatever happens, we're we're ready. You know, we are ready emotionally, everything, spiritually, mentally, physically for that. 
And through that journey, it's important to me to never neglect myself because again, I don't want my partner, my husband to do the same. I don't want him to neglect himself either. So it's important that I protect myself and that I'm nourishing my first and most important relationship, which is with me. And because of that, this just makes me even more excited to see how our life together unfolds and how how we create this family together and that, you know, we stay together, we grow together, not grow apart, but grow together through the ups and downs, through the big moments, through the difficult moments, and that, you know, he will always be my partner in this lifetime, that we will always inspire each other, respect one another, and that we will be there to support each other through it all. So that's pretty much it for today's episode of how just my life has changed after marriage. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Longa Yogi podcast. Please check out my classes. Uh, you can again check them out at Healing Ilo Ilo on Facebook, Instagram, and you can check all my other similar content as well on YouTube. And other social media platforms at Ilonga Yogi. I'm wishing you peace in the body, peace in the mind, and peace in your heart wherever you are. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you again soon.